Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of Upstate Unconventional. I'm your host, Nico Polizzi. Thank you for tuning in. As always, if you've had a paranormal or spiritual experience and would like to share it on the show, or you want to go down the rabbit hole and talk conspiracies, send me an email at upstateunconventional at gmail.com, or send me a message on Instagram at upstate underscore unconventional. I just want to say thank you to all my followers on Instagram. We're almost at 500, and that is definitely the best place to contact me. Now, with that being said, ladies and gentlemen, I have a confession. This will not be a shocker to a lot of you, but I do not believe we live on a globe. I'm also not 100% convinced that the Earth is flat either. I don't know what we live on. I tend to lean more towards the idea of a simulation, but whatever the case, ball or pancake, computer program, or hallucination, tonight's guest is David Weiss, or better known as Flat Earth Dave. This was a fun interview. We cover a lot of topics. Dave does a million podcasts a day, so he talks pretty fast. I wish we got in a, you know, into a little more depth on some of the things. And there's definitely a few things he said I have to do a little more research on. But nevertheless, I think his message is important. It doesn't matter what we live on. What matters is that we need to open our eyes to the reality that we are being lied to. And that is done so we do not wake up and realize our infinite potential. We have all the power, people. So I hope you enjoy this episode right after this short ad. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of Upstate Unconventional. Tonight we have a very special guest. We have the guy for Flat Earth. We have David Weiss on. David, how are you tonight? Hey, doing good. Appreciate the <laughs> conversation. And, uh, you know, it's always interesting talking to other people that know we don't live on a spinning ball. We'll say it that way mm-hmm. rather than the F E word. <laughs> okay. Um, but, you know, who am I? I am just a guy. I grew up in uh, Fairfield County, you know, in, in Connecticut. I went to college. I worked in corporate America. I left corporate America. I started my own business. I had the uh, quotation American dream, I guess you can call it. You know, I got beyond working for a big corporation. I worked for myself. So life is good, making tons of money. And I walked away from it all to, um, I guess, preach might be the word, uh, this message, because this is the most important topic of our crazy time. I agree with that. I agree with that 100%. I was an English teacher before all this, and then I quit that and started my own landscaping business and it just working for yourself is amazing and now I'm doing this as a hobby on the side um I want to ask let me ask you a question how how long have you been a flat earther well I would say the divorce was finalized in 2012 2020 the relationship problems from the globe or from your wife (laughs) from from the globe (laughs) from your globe and globe or wife um from the globe. All right. So yeah, yeah. And, and how's life? Life is good. I mean, it started, the problem started back in 2012. I was doing some biblical research right. and uh, I was looking up to try to find like uh, dinosaur references in the Bible. And that led me to Eric DeBay's page. The dinosaurs are fake. And then sure. that leads you down the rabbit hole. And then pretty soon everything is a conspiracy and everything, everything is fake. Wait. <laughs> Name something that's not a conspiracy. This is this is this is the hardest question I've ever been asked. Ask me anything about the earth. That's easy to answer. But what's not a conspiracy? I used to go, well, you know, Sully landed the plane after the duck strike on the on the on the um, West Side Highway River, right? On the on the Hudson River. Mm-hmm. And that's not true. It's fake. Mm-hmm. So I got nothing. 
I know. Nothing. You and I are in a conspiracy to do a podcast to wake up some of your sleeping listeners. Okay? That's a conspiracy. Mm-hmm. Two people conspiring for an outcome. Exactly. So, <laughs> I know. I mean, you just you try to explain to some people. Like, let's just say like my parents or something. And they're like, oh, no. You know, and they're kind of on board with, you know, the COVID stuff now. And they're seeing the truth behind that. And But literally, everything is conspiracy. And I think it does go back to uh the earth being flat or whatever it is it's not a spinning ball in outer space and that most of our history if not all of our history is completely fake and be has been rewritten and we're going to get into that a little bit too but before all this i wanted to ask you because this is a paranormal slash spiritual uh podcast i was going to ask you if you've had any paranormal experiences or spiritual experiences that you'd be willing to share if any um I, I, I guess I have, I don't know what, what category um, they fall into. I, I would have, I used to call that, call it um, shadow people where mm-hmm. some sort of entity would hold me down at night. And I used to be terrified of it and I couldn't move. And then I, when I learned that if I just say, uh, no, I don't, I don't consent to you being here that I got let go immediately. Yes, I, I've dealt with that too. I've done a few episodes on my own experiences in sleep paralysis with um, the shadow entities and everything was pretty good for the longest time. I don't know if this is just mind over matter, but I learned that saying the name Jesus Christ just wiped it all out, you know, and I'm not the biggest religious guy in the world or anything like that. But I don't know if that's just a subconscious thing where you're waking up, but it just, it got rid of them. And I had a crazy experience last uh august where one uh, we'll we'll get we can get into that later i want to hear more about you (laughs) yeah so so it this is a spiritual war that we're in that's how they're winning it because they've um the 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 evil side the elite to be nice i'll just call them satanists Mm -hmm. they are um they know what this place is they know how energies and entities and souls work and they're literally after our souls with the soul lure system. They're lying to us with this helio sinister trick and they're trying to steal our souls. And people don't know that. People don't realize that's a thing. And that's how they're winning. They have us spinning out of control, lost in space. And uh, you know, until we realize that this is an energetic war, um, we'll never win. So that's why I'm out here trying to wake people up to this because we have to, understand their game and stop playing on their monopoly board yes and uh so funny i heard uh i saw a meme the other day and it was like in the rules of monopoly the bank never runs out of money if it runs out of money you just write it on a new piece of paper and it's like yeah it's a little off topic with that but it is it's 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 right on topic money is energy it's just a form of energy exchange and they make it up to control us they control us with their money and they control us by having our minds in a prison and that prison is the is the sphere the globe and why why do you think they went with the the globe and the sphere and i mean i know because we're a speck in space that means nothing we're all made from stardust all that bullshit that you know neil degrasse tyson and all them talk about but I, neil degrasse tyson didn't come up with any of this he's just a oh, sportsman he's a failed mm-hmm. actor and bill lie the lion guy with the bow tie he's just a failed comedian um they they 
it's I, I have to give them credit. Whoever did it, whether you want to say it's Satan that did it or just pure evil or whatever, fallen angels, I don't know. I don't know what they are. Um, they're genius. They really came up with a great system. They backward engineered the flat earth and wrapped it around a sphere and made everything very, very confusing. Like you can explain to people, people go, well, the stars are rotating in the opposite direction in Australia and the Southern Hemisphere. Therefore, the earth is a ball. And we look at the moon and it's upside down. Therefore, the earth is a ball. And then you can explain to them, say, if you put a smiley face or a six on the ceiling and one person's at one end of the room and one person's at the other end of the room and they look up at the at it, one's going to see a nine, one's going to see a six. Does that mean the room was a ball? They're like, no, 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 that's different. That's yeah, different. I'm like, no, it's not different. And then you say, the reason, you know, when I'm looking at the North Star, the stars are coming from my right shoulder to my left shoulder, okay? And then when I'm looking in the, if I'm, it was in the Southern Hemisphere and I was looking at the South Pole Star, if there was one, um, the stars would be coming from my left shoulder to my right shoulder, opposite. Well, no, it's just because I'm turned around, right? All mm -hmm. the stars, all the, the sun, the moon, and all the stars, no matter where you are in the world, go from East to West. Yep. So what are the stars exactly? Because I want to get into the stars, the firmament, what, what you think the firmament is. And, um, and then I'll tell you a little bit, like when I was, I think I mentioned it in our little message on Instagram, I was sailing up the East coast back in 2014. And when you're 60 miles off the shore, everything is completely flat. I mean, and you can see for miles and miles and there's no curve. And when we were about, you know, 15 to 20 miles off the shore of Cape May, New Jersey, we were able to see the coastline with binoculars. There's no curvature, or if there is, it's thousand times more than what they're telling us it is. But the other thing that was interesting, oh, sorry. Yeah. No, no, go ahead, go ahead. The other thing that was interesting is when you watch the sunset, it doesn't go over the horizon. It just disappears. Well, it, there's, there's a couple, there's a couple types of sunsets. If you've seen my sun fade out videos. Yeah. They does just, it does, it does just disappear, but depending on the atmospheric density layer that all converges into the horizon and it literally goes beyond it um i just did a video uh it's coming out tomorrow on uh, santos bonacci's channel syncretism society and i did my first time i've demonstrated how the sun doesn't shrink in size as it goes away and uh, they had a skeptic on with me and that was his number one proof right at the opening i nailed it actually it's being featured on the app tomorrow it's coming out on Saturday. So the, the you have my app, right? I'm going to get it. Do you have my app? I'm going to get it. You better get it. I will. You better get it. The featured video on the app um, is this explanation. And when I was done, he's like, wow, that answers that. And his number one proof of the globe was destroyed. And he, you know, he was on board. Um, just real quick, back, backing up. If you want to find out about Flat Earth, you, if you Google it, you might as well just not even bother. Just say, I'm a lifelong Glover because Google is only going to feed you their propaganda, their nonsense, their shills. They're, you know, not Professor Dave and Buy Man Dan and uh, Fight the Fat Shirt. You know, these, these guys that are out there that are paid shills to distract weak minds. Mm -hmm. But if you want to find 
the real information, you got to know the channels to go to. You can do that or you can get my app. It's $3 and every day it feeds you a new video. It gives you playlists of video. It answers all of your questions. It shows you how it works. It gives you all the tools that you need when you're talking to somebody and they're dismissing you. You go, wait a minute, let me show you. You take out the app and you put it on fast forward and you look, this guy's a perfect clock. And they look at it, they go, oh, that's what you mean. And then you show them the stars, you show them the moon. And you say, they say, well, what about the moon landing? And then you quickly open up the images section, open up the moon lander, zoom in on it and realize it's made out of paper mache tinfoil and curtain rods and duct tape and scotch tape and cardboard, okay? Mm -hmm. And then you have the tools to literally convert somebody in one sitting. And tell everyone what that app is right now. So the app is I called, the, it's a really long name. It's really horrible, but it's a whole nother thing. The mm -hmm. flat earth, sun moon and zodiac clock app if you just put in flat earth clock it should be the number one hit it's by blue water bay uh it should be the number one hit on ios for, for apple um it works on iphone 6 and above on ipads and just read the reviews it's the highest rated app in the app store it's unbelievable even with the trolls going after me hit me with one stars um and then in google play you need 8.0 or higher um but there's already a knockoff by the flat earth society which is a government controlled uh, disinformation site. Uh, it's by Ron Media Group and it stole my name, stole some of the graphics. The app's horrible, feel free to get it. Just don't send me emails complaining about how horrible it is. Highest rated app in the Google Play Store. The Flat Earth, Sun, Moon and Zodiac Clock app. So everyone go get that, I'm gonna get it. It's, it's listen, it's, it's $3. You're buying me not almost a whole beer. It's about it. You have it forever. And uh, there's a subscription service in it. You don't have to do it. It's a dollar a month or 11 bucks for the year, but you can just exit out. It pops up, one little pop-up, no ads, no wait time. Just exit out, it goes away. Only shows up once a day. You still get everything. Um, and that's it. So everyone, all my listeners, and I'm sure all your listeners already have it, go and yeah. download this app. And if you're a flat earther, it's an essential tool. An essential tool. If you're just learning about flat Earth, it's super essential. But if you're a flat Earther, all you want to do is talk to other people about flat Earth. And mm -hmm. if you have this tool in your pocket, you start talking to somebody, they're like, "Wait, what? What?" You break it out. Every time you break it out, they go, "Oh, that's how it works." And bam, you got them. And it's beautiful too. Definitely, I'm going to be downloading that. For some reason, my app store is not loading right now, but I will get it as soon as we're done with this. Um, that's right. So going back to everything is a conspiracy and yeah i live in upstate new york i'm around the albany area and there is evidence for the mud flood everywhere <laughs> oh there's there's tons in the app by the way there's a links to all sorts of mud floods and uh, amazing information on it but go ahead and i, I was just going to say like the albany capitol building is uh, they have what they call the million dollar staircase, which by today's standards would be like $750 million or something like that. And it's yeah. just immaculate. I mean, and you know, there's a whole nother building under our Capitol building <laughs> with pillars and everything. Mm -hmm. Like a whole nother building. There's whole worlds below our world and people have no idea. There's mud flood buildings almost in every city. It's amazing. Would you mind going into that a little bit? Because I think you're much more of an expert than I. I'm just. I wouldn't even call myself an expert on mud floods. I'm learning every day. But there's um, there in the 1800s, we, we think we're at the top of civilization. We're the we're the smartest people on the you know in all of existence. Uh, we're actually one step into 
not away from the movie Idiocracy. It's now become a documentary and we're living in it. Uh, in the 1800s, there was an advanced civilization here called Tartaria. Tartaria. T-A-R-T-A-R-I-A. And there was a cataclysm somewhere in the mid uh, to late 1800s. Uh, that wiped out um, a large population of the earth. And, uh, and then uh, there was something else you know, happened maybe uh, up to the Spanish flu in uh, 1920. And the world was reset. And the people that took it over know the truth of this world. And they decided to keep all of us as slaves. And uh, they didn't get rid of slavery. They just made it universal. It. <laughs> yeah, made it universal. So... Um, so uh, these mud floods, you can see that these buildings, you know, go look at these amazing cathedrals, these giant buildings, you know, with pillars and everything that were built like when people had horses and buggies. Just think about that, right? We could barely mm -hmm. build some of these buildings that exist today with the largest cranes. And they're doing, you know, when everyone was poor and old and the wild west, and they're building these incredible buildings with towers and domes and all sorts of stuff. Um, they were advanced technology, free energy buildings. And once you see it, you can't unsee it. And then mm -hmm. you start seeing, well, what are these rock formations in the woods? Well, they weren't rocks. Those are the branches of trees, of giant cedar trees. And everything turned to stone. Wait, it, it's, it, the rabbit hole is so deep that once you fall, you don't have to worry about hitting the bottom because there is no bottom. Mm -hmm. But it is like you see that the spires on the top of some of these old buildings and you're like, I mean, they stick out like a sore thumb in the middle of like, let's say Albany or any, any city really. And you're like, what was that used for? Do you, have you done any research into how like the electric universe and how it's harnessing energy or anything like that? Or. Uh, yeah. Well, the, all of the old buildings were like designed like magnetrons. They generate their own buildings, all the towers and domes that you see, there's always towers and domes, towers and domes. They're mm -hmm. transmitting free energy. There's voltage in the air. Uh, that Tesla was that knew how to pull out a pull energy out of the air. I think he was from Tataria and uh, they've hidden all that technology from us and they put us into their energy system, their fake money system, their, you know, grid. total control grid. And, you know, we use dirty electricity that free energy is everywhere. Um, and they've literally dumbed us down with everything from chemicals to uh, the air we breathe to um, just everything. So, yeah, the, the, the whole energy thing is a lie. Yes. And like speaking of, <clears throat> you, you believe in weather manipulation and everything too. I was just like sitting here right before we started recording and we get a thunderstorm. And I was just thinking like, if we lose power, the whole street goes out, you know, and it's, yep. there, there's no reason for that anymore. But because we're on this, uh, you know, national grid or whatever we're on, it, it's, I don't know. It's just very disappointing. It makes you want to get back into nature and just well, say, screw it all. <laughs> yeah. The reason, you know, with all this craziness going on in the world, I'm preaching this now because if you think you're spinning out of control, lost in an infinite universe, you know, in a godless or distant God universe, you're lost. You're spinning out of control. You have no foundation. You've given up your true God, God given power. Um, versus the, knowing the truth, knowing where you are, knowing that your feet are connected to the earth that you're part of, that it does not move, that you're at the center of creation, that you are a powerful spiritual uh, person um, that, that is here to expand the mind of the creator. That's a much better existence. And once you realize that, you know, all the flat earthers that I meet are, are amazing. Every single one of them is amazing. You know, I'm going to a conference in uh, 
South Carolina on October, mid-October, called Flattoberfest. It's going to be 500 or 600 flat earthers there. It's amazing. Every time you turn around, your new best friend is standing right there. You never met him before. But there, it's an amazing, amazing thing. Anybody, if you're anyone that's listening to this that's in that area, look up flatearthfestivals.com. First day is a conference, hangout, you know, booths and stuff. Second day is a music festival. It's a big hangout. Everyone has a great time. They're cooking food in the parking lot. Uh, amazing, amazing, amazing time. So what are, where do you stand? Like, I don't want to say religiously, but maybe spiritually, because I know religion has all been corrupted too, to some extent. Um, Because my introduction into flat earth was through the Bible and through videos by like Rob Skiba and, and people like that, that got me into questioning it all, you know? Rob is a good friend of mine. And um, when I, before I got into flat earth, anyone that mentioned the Bible, I admit, I discounted them as a complete and total nut, even if I liked everything they were saying before they got to the Bible. So that was my understanding. But then when I understood, when I looked, I kicked, you know, kicking and screaming and dragging that I didn't want to look. When I looked at the flat earth, I was like, wow. And then I tested it myself and I'm like, okay, where it didn't come from a big bang. That means there's a creator, damn. There's a creator. So that's what Flat Earth does. It brings you to the creator. And then from there forward, that's your own personal journey. Like if someone says, hey, what's your relationship with the creator? I said, how was, you know, how was your colonoscopy? Tell me about it. <laughs> you know, it's not, it's, it's, I think everyone, that's their own personal journey. Now, Rob Skiba and my co-host for the Flat Earth podcast, Matt Long, um, who's, uh, you know, he's a Bible, uh, a Bible thumper. I don't know what it's, a, that's, if that's a negative term, I don't mean it that way. And, um, other people, um, even like the intense pastor, Dean Odell, they really preach their stuff, but they never tell you you're going to hell if you don't accept Jesus. And that's what was interesting to me. When they, those guys, you know, I always listen to what they have to say. Fascinating stuff. I never lead with the Bible to, to um, explain flat earth because you don't need to. Because if you lead with the Bible and you're not a Bible believer, well, you just ex- excluded that person from understanding or listening to what you have to say. So you lead with the science, which is universal. And then you could say, and the Bible says it also. You could throw that in there on top of it. And, right. uh, and you know, that's, that's it. You don't need um, non-factual, non-provable, you know, physically, scientifically provable things to, uh, to show people that the earth is flat. Show them the solid stuff first and then go, and by the way, look at this Bible. It's amazing. It's got over 200 verses talking about a flat earth in it and zero talking about a sphere. And that's what really drew me to like Rob's videos was that even though he is very religious, but he talks about the Nephilim, the fallen angels and all that. So all this was very fascinating. Zen Garcia also, he's, he's great. Mm -hmm. He talks about all that stuff. Yeah. So yeah, I uh, I want to get into the dinosaurs too. (laughs) Well, here's all, here's all you got to say about dinosaurs Uh, with all the major constructions from the pyramids to uh, you know, all the other mag- megalithic, you know, structures, no one ever, 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 ever mentioned anything about a dinosaur. And then one day in the 1800s, some royal stuck up guy writes a paper or a book um, theorizing about dinosaurs, publishes it. And a year later, to the frigging day of publishing that book, he discovers the first dinosaur. Yep. Game over. I'm out. I don't need any more proof than that. It's a hoax. Mm-hmm. Now, and- yes, were there some big lizards? Absolutely. Were there some big people? 
thousand percent. They're hiding giant humans more than they're hiding dinosaurs. Well, that's what I, I was going to say. I mean, if yeah. they're, they're expecting us to believe there were giant, massive lizards walking around, but when you say, "Oh, there was a giant human," oh no, that, that Smithsonian covered that up. You know, we don't <laughs> we don't believe in that. So, yeah, let's let's. And you mentioned the pyramids too. I want to get into the pyramids. I'm sorry, I'm all over the place. This is right. all very. I don't want to say new to me. It's but it's it's I'm really just trying to wrap my head around everything and present it in a way to people that so I don't sound because I'm very enthusiastic about it, but I get excited. I'm like, oh, the pyramids, this, the dinosaurs, the the fallen angels. Boom. That's so. that's what happens when you get into this. It's just like, wait a minute. What about this? What about this? When I when I interview when I you know when I do an interview with somebody that doesn't is hearing it for the first time, they have question on top of question on top of question. So I say to them at the beginning, I say, "Come up, say your question, and if two more questions pop in your head, write them down. Just give them to me one at a time. I'll blow through them, and then we'll we'll get done. And it works really well." So, dinosaurs are a hoax. We all kind <laughs> of know bombs that. are. A hoax. Yes, like well. I looked into that too. And how did people go into Hiroshima a year later or a whatever. year later, three days later, the three trains days later. were running, the sandwich <laughs> shops were open. They were selling flowers on the sheet on the streets and uh, every your life was getting back to normal. Yes. There was a big firebomb. Yes. There was a bunch of fires, but you know, if you're a block away from that, you're like, Oh, it's okay. I'm good. And, uh, and life went on. And uh, there was only one reporter, one, one guy that was allowed to take pictures and write articles for whatever the Associated Press or whatever the group was back then. Anyone else that took a picture or wrote an article was jailed. And again, I mean, enough said. Yeah. And that's, that's the other thing too, with like even flat earth or any of this stuff when they're so stupid with the censoring, if you know what I mean, if they really wanted to discredit it one you would put out facts to prove it wrong but two you wouldn't shadow ban everything you wouldn't when they're hiding it it's so blatantly obvious that they're trying to cover something up and it just it's mind-blowing to me that i know more and more people are seeing this now they're like wait i just saw this article the other day and now it's gone and to me that was a hundred percent confirmation that whether or not the earth is flat, I hate using that word. It's not a spinning ball in outer space. And that's blatantly obvious because you can't find anything on there, any real relevant information. Like you said, it's right. all garbage. It's like, you know, teenagers on YouTube, just bashing it and whatnot. And yeah. So dinosaurs are fake pyramids. We mentioned the pyramids. What do you pyramids think? I, I, don't exist? There are none. No, I'm just kidding. Um, the pyramids, <laughs> the pyramids are amazing. And the, the, the construction, the story of construction is they were quarried. What is it? 20 miles away, whatever. Maybe it was 50 miles away. Let's say it's 20. Um, they cut a block and trans separated it, transported it and put it in place like every minute or every minute and a half or something. 24 um, seven without a break for 20 years. Right, because there's over a million blocks in one of them, isn't there? Yeah, yeah. So, <clears throat> forget it. It's it's a it's mm -hmm. the, 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 the I, I probably don't have the exact uh, proportions right, but it's a ridiculous train of motions and setting that could not be done. It was all built with technology that we can't even fathom: levitation, acoustic levitation. Um, I, I believe that you know the the way those things are fit together, they probably weren't even solid blocks at the time. They they could have been liquid, you know, and they're you know put together, but. It, the construction, you know, the, the shafts going through the 
through the pyramids and the pyramids prove we're not moving. There's a long thin shaft. You look through it and it points right at Polaris. Polaris is right there. And the heliocentric, mm -hmm. you know, deceivers will say, Oh, well, the earth is shifting. And 40,000 years ago, it was Thuban. And, you know, in 40,000 years from now, it's going to be another star, but we just happen to live in the time where it's pointing at one star. Okay. Mm -hmm. You know, and forget the other 39,000 years in between where it's not pointing nonsense. It's all pseudoscience. Mm -hmm. And do you believe they were um, energy building like um... oh, energy centers for sure? Yes. So are the things that we call <clears throat> churches now. And, you know, the, mm -hmm. these were energy harvesting healing centers and those great the great organs, not the ones that they've remade the old world organs. Just look at those things. Those things are it, it, the resonance with the stone in the church. It's amazing. The stones. Uh, you know, ring. If you hit the, the stones in the old church, you know, some of them, they're, they're literally like bells. So the entire thing, they understood the resonance of the earth. And uh, it, we, you know, the, if you look at the shapes of their windows, they're set up like magnetrons. You know, you, know, you look at a microwave and look at a window, ch a church window, and you're like, what the heck? Um, and they show that, uh, that, you know, I think I lost you there for a second. Oh, it's amazing. Like, follow, you follow John Levy? No, but the guest I had on my last episode, I think you interviewed him too, uh, Jeremy Lipsy from the Esoteric Gladiator. He was talking about him. So I have to check yeah. out. John Levy is great because he gives it to you in bite-sized bites, 20-minute videos, uh, one a week. Um, his channel is J-O-N space, Levi, like Levi Jeans, Levy, mm -hmm. L-E-V-I. And... Uh, just watch every single one of his videos. And he speaks really slow. It's like, we're out in the middle of the desert. And what did they do? Did they bring dynamite on their horse and buggy? And you want to kill yourself just listening to him. <clears throat> but after one or two episodes, you'd be like, oh my God, this guy is amazing. Sounds like he's ready to commit suicide, but he's not. It's just the way he speaks. And you can speed him up a little bit, but I don't like, I normally speed everything up because I like taking in content really fast. Mm -hmm. But um, him, he's showing such interesting pictures and stuff. I don't like speeding it up. So I listen to him at regular speed. Um, but he, it, it takes one or two videos to get used to his pace. Mm -hmm. What is that, Ben Stein? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> but um, yeah, so then uh, when we were talking on uh, Instagram, you told me some other stuff. And I had heard these, but I have no proof and I couldn't find anything on them. You said... Well, like I told you, I was an English teacher and in college we had to do a Shakespeare course. Oh, wait, yeah. hold on. You cut out for a second. Say again. Oh, sorry. So I told you I was an English teacher and in college we had to do a Shakespeare course. And I figured out right away that Shakespeare was not a real person. It's a amalgamation of a bunch of other people. But. Right. Do you have any Shakespeare? I say, you know, you know, you know, the, the phrase, the world is a stage, right? Mm -hmm. Who said that? the guy that doesn't even exist. Mm -hmm. So the guy, the guy that's credited with saying the world is a stage is a stage character himself. Mm -hmm. It's, it's, it's amazing. You can't write this stuff. You really can't. Listen, I don't watch TV ever anymore. No, no movies or anything. You, you know, you'd love a good movie, kick back, watch something. Space movies are dead because space is so, so fake. I, I, it's like, I can't even fake pretend to enjoy them anymore. I used to love them. Mm -hmm. And uh, the, just look out the window. The world is far more interesting than anything on TV. Yeah. We, we actually just um, got rid of our TVs. We well, they're in our basement wrapped in bubble wrap, but 
They, they I use just, them to put put my when I'm watching videos, stuff that I make, good stuff. You know, mm-hmm. I like I like on the app. There's such there's great documentaries and all sorts of stuff, and you, and then you sling it up to the TV with a you know whatever whatever device you have. That's what mm-hmm. I use the TV for. It's just a monitor. Yeah, but it was just a big black cube of death sitting in the living room. So we were like, you know what? We have iPads. We have a laptop. We don't need <laughs> this thing sucking up all the energy. But um, yeah. So Shakespeare's fake, and then you you told me. Uh, who else? Anne Frank and Helen Keller. Now, Helen <laughs> Keller. <laughs> totally fake. Yeah. Totally fake. I mean, I remember Helen thinking- Keller had an accent. How did she get an accent? Okay. You don't get an accent if you're deaf, dumb, and blind. Right. And I just remember learning about that in maybe like third grade or something. And I was just thinking as a third grader back, you know, this was in the 90s. They still kind of taught critical thinking, but we can get into that conspiracy too, how they really just- uh, do the opposite. They teach you not to critically think. And I had proof of that, but they made me turn it all in. When you stop being a teacher, they keep that stuff on lockdown, all the um, common core, like grading charts and everything like that. Yep. I had a the teacher's manual and it was like, they, they would give you examples and they would say, oh, this, this, you know, response isn't incorrect. However, it does stray too far from the narrative. So we're going to deduct one point because it's not, and it's like, you're reading this and you're like, is this real? I made a video the other day, featured it on the app called Peer Reviewed. Uh, it's on my channel, D-I-T-R-H. Lots of short, short videos on my channel. D-I-T-R-H, initials for deep inside the rabbit hole. Mm-hmm. And it's about a uh, very smart, wise man talking about how peer reviewed. Peer reviewed means if you are a professor, you know, if you are, if you've gone through the indoctrination camps where you can memorize and regurgitate all the way through the top and you get your advanced degree, then you can write a paper and give it to other people that memorize and regurgitate. And they will be the ones that will peer review it because they believe in the current system. If you come up with something new, it gets rejected and it doesn't get, it gets rejected. And that's it. Like I, you know, back in the time before electric lights, this is just a story because I don't believe, you know, th- that was a short period of time in the early 1900s. Um, candle makers couldn't fathom the electric light because they were just, in, they're like, they're the candle makers. It's somebody from outside going, hey, you know, this is the better way. And, and, you know, there was only a short dark, the dark ages was like in the early 1900s between mm-hmm. the changeover from the advanced society that was here. And then the world's fairs, that's when the, the, the real changeover happened. I mean, the story of the world's fairs, the buildings there, the buildings at the world's fair, we'd have a tough time building them today. Mm-hmm. There's a building so big, I believe in the San Francisco world's fair that you can fly an airplane in it, right? Without friggin' pillars, right? We couldn't do that today. And then they had the world's fairs and then they knocked them down. Yep. Or they got or everything or they got, you know, fires, fires burnt yeah. them all down. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, it's always the fires and the whole San Francisco fire nonsense, just total, total garbage, mm-hmm. total yeah. garbage. But back to the college, it's all echo chambers. And if you, you know, make a different pitch or a different sound in that echo chamber, you're, you're kicked out. Right. Away. right. Um, so anyway, Helen Keller back in third grade, I was thinking how, I mean, this is this is a miracle that this blind, deaf, and dumb person, woman, could could accomplish all this stuff. How how could they do it? So, what are some of the people uh, say? Why would they lie about that? Why? Why? Why, why would they lie? I don't know. <laughs> I don't freaking know. These guys are these people are psychopaths. Mm-hmm. They're psychopaths that run this world. And Anne Frank, she wrote the diary of the ballpoint pen before the ballpoint pen was invented. 
Okay. Where's the There's fact no checkers denying. on this? There's no denying it. All of it's fake. Wait, uh, now, you're probably uh, did the, in the elementary school, not elementary school, in uh, junior high or high school, did they make you read George Orwell's 1984? No. See, no. back when I was a kid, they made us all read it. Um, and I think that's some sort of witchcraft, wizardry, where they have us all focusing on this stuff because George Orwell is laughing. He's like, I never thought it would get this bad. I mean, it is worse than, uh, you know, 1984. It's basically talking about forced uh, injections and and just total control. And it, it's it's insane. Um, but they had us all read it. And I always wondered, like, why are we reading this book? This sucks. This is horrible. And uh, maybe it was to encant what's happening spiritually. Oh, I think so. We had to read. I, I remember when I was teaching seventh grade English, we had to read The Giver. Have you ever read The Giver? Yeah, yeah. It's basically the same thing. Everyone gets their daily injection. Did you see you... the movie? It's a yeah. flat earth movie. Mm -hmm. It's totally a flat earth movie. You have the ring where you can only go so far. And uh, the, you know, the giver, his his house, uh, whatever his dwelling, had a big dome over it. It's amazing. It's amazing. Mm -hmm. When you look at it, there's so many flat Earth clues in there. And like the True Man Show, the True Man Show, yes. he lived in a dome. He lived in a controlled world, and that's where we live. Yeah. So how does that tie into the simulation? Do you think it's so one and the same, or? I, I like, the, what is this place? Who the heck knows, you know? Um, I, I call it, my best description is it's a physical simulation. We're here, we're solid, we can feel things. So this is a physical world, but it is a simulation. We come here, our souls are placed in here in these meat suits. The meat suit isn't who we are. Our soul mm -hmm. is, is uh, who we are. Um, and we, we it's so we're in this simulation where our thoughts actually create our reality you think whatever you really think with desire and intent and and um you know intensity and and trueness comes the, the the universe conspires to deliver it to you whether it's good or bad if you want something you know that that rightly so and your soul like hey that's good i want that bam it comes it just comes mm -hmm. to you and you notice that when you're in that flow state um, but you could be focusing on some bad things. I have a friend that uh, said, I don't really like, I'm so sick of my job. I'm so ready to move on and do something else, you know? And then I uh, just went on and kept doing his job. And uh, within a couple of weeks, his bosses were like coming down on him, just giving him such a hard time. And, and just literally he goes, they're setting me up to fail, you know? And, and he, the universe was delivering what he asked for. He said he didn't want to be there anymore. So they were helping him leave. Right. He manifested it. Yeah, I mean, he I, manifested I, it 100%. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I, it's crazy. So yeah. do you see, I kind of think, and again, I, I'm not an expert on anything. I'm still very new to all this, but I feel like we're in a simulation within a simulation. I feel like corporate America, your job, everything is a simulation within the simulation where they ask you to donate time for no money. You just sacrifice your life. You get to retire and maybe enjoy 15, 20 years after when you're tired and broken. <laughs> it's like a joke. I don't understand how people just fall for it and they just do it every day. And it's the same thing. People at work, they'll say, Oh, I'm so sick. I wish I could quit and do this and that. And it's like, no one ever does it, but you have the power to actually do that. <laughs> it's just, no one's willing to take that leap. And that's why I think stuff like flat earth, stuff like going down the rabbit hole and explaining these conspiracies, how everything is a conspiracy really can help people open their eyes and say, oh yeah, I'm not going to do this anymore.
I'm going to do what I want to do. And I feel like that's, that's kind of how I was. And I'm sure you were very similar, same way to just, you said you walked away from a great I, I, I had, you know what, you know, you know what a vision, a vision board is, right? Mm-hmm. So I made a vision board. It's okay. I'm into this. Let me, let me make a vision board. And I, I wanted this. I wanted that. I wanted, I wanted, a, you know, some material things I put down in there and I wanted my own company and I wanted to be the CEO of my own company. And that's the one thing I kind of laughed at. I'm like, I don't know how to be a CEO. What the fuck? You know, that's crazy. And then uh, five years later, I looked, I had my own company and I was doing the books. I'm sitting there in the office, like looking at some, some invoices and stuff. And I'm like, I'm the CEO of my own company, right? I had got two partners, but I was the one doing the books and reconciling the, the sales for the month and stuff. And I'm like, all right, I did it. And then I said, I don't want to be the CEO. And literally within a couple of days, my partners came to me and they're like, hey, Dave, we want to do the books. And I'm like, okay, <laughs> which Jeez. gave me more free time. And it doesn't change my pay or anything. We got you know paid out on uh, disbursements. So I was like, great. Yeah, I told the universe what I wanted. They gave it to me. And then I said, yeah, I don't really want this. And they took it from me. It was fantastic. Best thing ever. And then, you know, it's all in place. It's starting to roll. It's growing. All is well. And then uh, something said, yeah, you, you don't want to do this anymore. Go go do this other thing. And I had created the app. And I actually created it for myself. The Flat Earth, Sun, Moon, and Zodiac Clock app. So when I'm talking to people, I could show them something. And, every, and I just made it as a test flight app. And it's on mm -hmm. my phone. And every time I showed it to them, they're like, Wow, that's how it works. Where do I get that app? And I'm like, well, it's not available. And then I made it for free. And people go, hey, could you add this? Could you add this? Could you add this? And I'm like, hey, that's a good idea. And I, you know, I kept coming up with ideas. And I was like, that costs money. So I said, you know what? I'll just see if people will buy it for three bucks. And people started buying it. I'm like, okay. And so I started making it better and better. And then uh, when I decided, like, you know what? I might need to, to do, do this. I was home paying my bills. And uh, the uh, electronic payment from Apple came in and it was just enough to cover my bills, literally nailed it like to the dollar. And I was like, all right, that's a sign. Yeah. And I decided, I said, you know what, if I do this full time, um, one, I could sell more apps and I'm not here. The purpose of me being here is not to sell apps. The purpose of me, of me being here is to wake people up to the truth so they can take their power back. And literally the best tool out there is this app. If it wasn't mine, I'd still be talking about the app. Okay, because it is the best tool. It's literally, I can't believe I made this thing. And it's just about to get better. We're adding right now. It's literally, we're in testing phase. We need like another week or two. Um, it's called uh, the, the Flat Earth Friend Finder, where you open up a map right in the app. It shows you where all the other app users are. And it could show you their exact location, if, that's what if they agree to that. Or you could say, mm -hmm. yeah, just city center me. Just put me in the center of my city. I don't want them seeing where my house is, whatever. For paranoid mm -hmm. people, me and I have mine on exact. I don't care. Mm -hmm. And so you can go out. Like, hey, I'm at, the, I'm at Jones Beach. I'm like, and there's two flat earthers here. I'll uh, ping them. And I'll send them a message. Hey, I'm going over to the Tiki Bar. Let me come over and I'll buy you a drink. Bam, two new friends. And I've never met a flat earther I didn't like. So it's going to, we're using their technology to bring people together. It, this is going to be a game changer. Yes, I, I agree with that. I think they put this technology out there because they have to tell yep. you what they're doing. And I, I truly believe the internet got away from them. I don't think they realized people I, would I, figure it out. I've been saying that for a long time. I agree. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And uh, I, I think you mentioned it before, but you started all this because you wanted to disprove flat earth, correct? Oh, no, I went into it 
with a closed mind going, I'm just going to friggin' end this. This is stupid. And mm -hmm. that's how most of us became flat earthers. We tried to, we tried to prove, prove the globe. Yeah. That's why I'm offering, I have two rewards, three Bitcoins, which is going up. It's now like 130,000 bucks um, for one proof of the globe. So far, nobody has really even tried. And the other one is a hundred Bitcoins for something dumber than the heliocentric model, anything. Say so that's a pretty safe bet. <laughs> yeah, there's right. nothing dumber than, you know, people go, flat earth is stupid. You know, there's a million proofs of the globe and there's no, no proof of flat earth. Well, the polar opposite. The globe is the dumbest thing on earth and, and space if space existed. And, uh, and there's a million proofs for flat earth. Now you None for the globe. No, it really isn't. And it's amazing when you do look at NASA, what do you call them? Not a space agency. <laughs> like everything yeah, is fake on their site. Every, literally yeah. everything is fake. They tell you right on there. This is Photoshop. This is a composite Photoshop. And then people still defend the pictures, even though NASA says they're not photos. Mm -hmm. It's amazing. People are, are really, they did. I, I got to give the controllers uh, a pat in the back. They did a great job indoctrinating people so much to the point where they have the worst case of Stockholm syndrome that I could ever envision. It's, it's unreal. Now, you, I, I think I've heard you on another podcast. You had a woman that I think you said her name was Ruth. She was taught flat earth back in the early 1900s, correct? Oh, yeah. Ruth, a 102-year-old woman in, uh, in February 2020. I was interviewing her about the World's Fairs. Excuse <laughs> me. And I never mentioned flat earth. And to remember, it was so good. I asked her what they taught her in elementary school in science about the earth. And she said, they taught me the earth was flat. And then we looked and we found another woman in Croatia who said in the 1930s, all the schools were teaching flat earth. And then we found newspaper articles, one in the, a couple in the New York Journal, which is now the New York Times, about teachers being persecuted for trying to teach heliocentrism. And uh, it's th this literally, this deception is less than 100 years old. It's, I mean, they tell you the opposite. Oh, you know. These Copernicus or whoever. figured out 2,000 yeah. years ago is sticks and shadows. Well, that sticks and shadows experiment works better on a flat earth, believe it or not. Mm -hmm. it Watch some of my videos. Go to, the, go to the app, the Flat Earth, Sun, Moon, and Zodiac Clock app, and click the interviews button. You'll have a long, long list of uh, video interviews I've done showing how things work. Yes. Hey, um, I got another. Uh, we got to wrap it up in the next couple minutes. Any final questions? Um, you mentioned Bitcoin. What What are your yeah. thoughts? Is this Is it the future? Is it, it not Bitcoin? Not currency is, is the future, right? Because with, there's two things we have to do. One, we have to figure out who we are, where we are, what we are, not be spinning out of control. That 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 gives us tremendous amount of power. And the other thing is we have to stop playing on their monopoly board. And the way to do that is with privacy cryptocurrencies like Pirate Chain. Remember that one, Pirate Chain. ARRR, it's cheap right now, and it's going up, it's going to be worth a ton of money. And uh, Monero, another established one, mm -hmm. and Doro, um, these are currencies that once people figure out that, that Bitcoin is a trackable government cryptocurrency, then they're all going to switch to privacy coins, and they're done. Once we pull our money off the board, and we go to, I don't care how much money, we don't want it because we don't use it, um, then it's game over. We, this literally could be changed overnight. The elite lose all of their power if we take the money control away and the globe brainwashing away. I, I mean, that was, yeah. I think that's a great spot to end. It, you know, we just have to 
realize that we do have all the power and that if we could just wake up at what is it one percent we need one percent of the population yep, to wake up and like change that. the world yep so we're getting there it's coming they're going to try to do something big in the next few days if you ask me but it could be weeks mm -hmm. could be months could be years who knows yeah but so, dave thank you yeah. so much you can find me at the flat earth podcast.com or just remember flat brings you to the same place and uh my my app the flat earth sun moon and zodiac clock app linked on the website the flat earth podcast or flat earth dave thanks man thank you so much See I'll, uh, I'll be in touch yep bye-bye all right bye And that's the show, folks. Thank you for listening. I hope you enjoyed it. If you have a story of your own, you can go ahead and email me at upstateunconventional at gmail.com or send me a message on Instagram at upstate underscore unconventional. If you'd like to help the show grow, you can leave a positive review. And most importantly, share the show with your friends, family, and whoever else you can think to share it with. That's how this show grows. So thank you so much to all the listeners, and we'll see you soon.